One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello everyone, it's Damla. So, want to come in before this episode because we have bad luck on this show. Anytime there's a guest, every time there's been a guest, I don't think there's ever not been an issue. And uh, I guess technology just hates us sometimes, especially when we have guests. But just a few little disclaimers before we get into it. So, for this episode, I mean, I will say this when we get into the episode, but just to reiterate, Elliot wasn't able to take part in this episode, unfortunately, because they... Uh, also don't have technology on their side. Uh, their internet was down completely when we were going to record with Jack. We were going to do Unicorn on the Wasp, but alas, internet was not on their side, so we couldn't do that. So Jack and I did this episode and said, absolute chaos. It's amazing. It's very, very fun. Hope you're looking forward to it. Unfortunately, though, we also did have some audio issues on Jack's side. It happens. It is what it is. So first part of the episode we have uh the recording from jack's mic and then for the other half it's actually not too bad but just wanted to let you know because there's some like audio like kind of clipping and stuff uh the second half of the episode is uh on jack's half is the zoom audio that we had because jack was iconic and he recorded a backup on zoom without jack's backup this episode would not be here let's just put it that way so that's the disclaimers for the audio out of the way. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode, guys. Hello and welcome to Come Along Pond, a Doctor Who discussion podcast, the gayest show in the galaxy with just one host this week. Don't hate me. Don't kill me. It's Damla. It's Damla. And unfortunately, uh, 
technology is yet again not on our side. Elliot's internet completely down, just kaput. We were getting ready to record Unicorn on the Wasp with our lovely guest today, which we'll get to in a second. But it it was it was just madness. It was chaos, and you know, Unicorn on the Wasp has to wait. Unfortunately, I know. I hear your cries. I hear your sadness. But listen, today we have a meal on a platter for you. It is the Taylor Swift episode, finally. And I know some of you will be very happy. Some of you will be like, what on earth is this? And you know what? That means this podcast isn't for you. So click off, um, respectfully. Anyway, without further ado, I'm going to introduce the guest today. We have the gorgeous, talented, iconic, slay. What other words can I say? I don't know. Jack, introduce yourself to the people. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jack Alexander. And I'm none of those things, yes. but I'll take that. Thank you. Thank you, Dammer. <laughs> no, no, he's being humble. Stop it. Stop it, you. I've had enough. Oh, I just, I can't, I can't, you know, live up to that. So I have to, <laughs> I have to shrug it all off. I, I put a lot of pressure on you then. I was just like, you know, best person ever coming on the pod. Be prepared. Do you know, I just, I should, I should have said shake it off. And I said, and you should have. God damn it. Like, come on. Come on, you Jack. Fucked up. Get in, Do better. Get in, get in the Taylor, Taylor Swift zone. Come on. Swifty. Swifty. <laughs> Swifty Bay life. Come on, go. <laughs> It's, do you know what, being a Taylor Swift fan is, uh, it's not a movement, it is a religion, it is a way of life, it is a way of thinking. Everything you do once you listen to this woman's music, is it alters the way you think. Like literally, I'll be sitting there talking to someone and they'll say a word that is a lyric from Taylor Swift and I'll just start singing it. And people are like, your brain works weird. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But, but, but that's also just because I'm weird. Um, but before we go any further, Jack, Tell the people what you do, what you, what, you know, what's your bread and butter. Talk about your lovely podcast. Just promote yourself. This is the time. Oh, bless you. Well, yeah, I I am one half of the An Awful of Running team, which is a Doctor Who podcast where we just talk about lots of different things, have lovely guests on from the community and people that worked on Doctor Who. Uh, we do a debate show as well called Battle Fandom, which is a lot of fun where people just um hit each other with Doctor Who arguments and it's a uh, like hilarity just ensues. And we're gonna have a DD podcast as well at some point. Uh that's been in the works for a while. Hey. Uh I got fan doctor stuff as well for Time Sirens, which yes. giggles, Time Siren uh, productions. And uh um well I'm also now the host of the Doctor Who community show. So Imagine It's weird though. I don't know what I'm doing with that yet, but yeah. Well I remember when you told me before the general public, shh, shh, um, love and stand Jack Reeves, icon legend, uh, who I haven't spoken to yet. Hi, Jack, we love you. Um, but you know, it's it was just so exciting to see that news and like you're gonna do great. You know, we you know you're gonna be amazing, and we can't wait to see. I'm I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Elliot and I. We can't wait to see what you do with it. Um, I mean, I could fuck it up, but I gotta try. <laughs> no, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. No, no negativity here. Except no, we do do negativity. Oh, I got, I got a lot of people. Oh, yeah, I got some negativity. Don't you worry. I got some. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's. Do you know what? Today is just a hot girl time. It always is, but especially today. This is for the Swifties and. The weird correlation that the show has with this woman's music, it's its its actually quite bizarre how interconnected the two are, even though they have no connection to each other at the same time. It's all very exciting. That's all coming up. 
But before that, we're going to read three mails. I'm just going to get the sack. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to read some three mails, guys. Are you ready? Are you ready, Jack? Well, you know what? Usually, I don't have the guests on for this bit. I'm, I'm so, I'm so ready for this. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the three mails, so I'm very, very, you know. I was expecting a bit more commitment there, like a thump for the sack, but you know, it's, it's alright. Yeah. No. Do you know what? This is the thing. You know, the listeners know this. Elliot is the one with uh, the content and the effort. I just I mumble don't my way through that for a second, so... Damler. This is not a negativity space. No. Oh, now. you're too kind. I'm going to take it away as best as I can, even though I don't have Elliot's velvety, beautiful tones. First email is from Poppy, and they say, Hi, I'm Poppy. Love your podcast. It's great to find media that's so validating for the LGBTQ and autistic people. You know what? You're so welcome. You're so welcome. And it helped me get to sleep in a good way, XX. That's from Poppy. Very short and sweet for the first email, but thank you, Poppy. They, them. That's lovely, you know. Really sweet. Really, really sweet email. Thank you so much. Next email coming up. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Uh, the name is spelled C O L M Colm. I'm so sorry, my love, uh, my dear. I'm sorry, but I'm going to read your email now. The email goes as follows Hi, Damler and Elliot, even though Elliot's not here. Hope you're well, and thank you so much for the wonderful content. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. <laughs> I can't take compliments and I can't read things. I'm sorry. Anyway, I recently discovered your podcast and I've been bouncing around episodes out of order because wibbly wobbly timey wimey. You know it. I then found your trailer breakdown episode particularly interesting. Well, I don't always agree with everything you say. I do think that uh, there hasn't yet been a perfect Doctor Who trailer. Given your experience in the field, Damler, and seeing your brilliant edits, stop it, stop it, on TikTok and Insta, how would you go about retroactively making a better series trailer? I'm writing this before the 60th anniversary episode. So from this perspective in time, all the Doctor's characters arcs are finished. All the footage is finalised and all the finales are written. So what should the trailers have focused on to reflect the stories we actually got? I hope that makes sense. If not, I still love to know if there are any big finished stories, comics or books you hope to get adapted for future series. Thanks so much. Keep up the amazing work and all the best. Colm, he, him. Again, my dear, sorry if I spelt your name wrong. Not spelt, sorry. Spoke. Uh, miss misspoke. Um, thank you for your lovely email. So, Jack, here's the thing. Uh, to fill you in on the situation, I I'm an editor, and in the trailer breakdown episode, we spoke about all the Doctor Who trailers and everything. And I had some things to say. I can't remember everything I had to say because my memory is a sieve. It is a sieve. Um, I'll be honest with you. Until I've made selects for things at work, not that because I don't. Um, I've done trailers and stuff but like I don't always do that but like anytime it, like a kind of edit I do select which is like selecting all of the best dialogue visuals whatever until I've done that I can't actually give an answer to that all I'll say is that when I've seen a successful Doctor Who trailer aka the one for the 60th that we got the most recent one that was absolutely fantastic um you know, I just think when you've got more of a broader sense of what's going on and, the, you know, because editing is an art form. And I think when it's taken seriously and done in an art, you know, in an artistic way, visually engaging way, you can't go wrong. Do you know what I mean? Um, So not the best answer to that question. But then the other thing is any other big finished comics or books you hope to get adapted. I just want we just want the Eighth Doctor spin off. Do you know what I mean? 
Yes. Like, we all want it. Everyone wants it. Everyone is crying out. Yeah, and there's rumours. Yeah. And it's always like, you hear these rumours and you think, is it going to happen? Is it going to be, is it this time? And it's, I hope, because I, I feel like, I feel like Russell listens to the fans and puts his ear out there and he very happily trolls the fans as well. So, I don't know. I hope. Exactly. I, hope. I live in hope. We live in hope uh, and we live in fear as well because, my God, imagine the scenes. Um, but yeah, that's all, that's literally the only answer I have. Uh, what about you, Jack? What are you saying? Oh, wow. Um, one that comes to mind straight away is uh, is a novel. Is uh, is my favourite Doctor Who novel, actually. It's called uh, Touched by an Angel by Jonathan Morris. And it's, it's like... What's the best way to pitch this? It's like a Richard Curtis movie, but there are weeping angels, and the Doctor, Amy and Rory, are like side characters. They're like, they're like the B-plot. And it's... Oh! It's it's beautiful. It's I cried. I cried so much reading it. I recommend it to everyone. It's like my favourite. I'm making note of this. Say that again. What's uh, it called? Touched by an Angel. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm putting this on my to be read. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That sounds great. That. Straight up that. Incredible. Maybe, maybe I throw Scratch Man in there as well, because that'd be cool. You know. Nice. Thank you for your lovely email again, Colm. Again, if it's wrong, I apologise. Email in. And I'll pronounce it correctly next time. And our third and final email goes as follows. Hey, besties. Oh, my God. I'm so, so excited for the 60th anniversary. I just listened to your hype up episode and the music. And I can't. Chills. Actual chills. So many chills. 13 sounds like a mashup of the new Who Doctors, e.g. Uh, Symphony for 13, Guitar for 12. Oh, sorry. No. Synthy for 13, Guitar for 12, Goofy for 11, Fast for 10, Classic Undertones for 9. Not the biggest fan on the new theme, just because I love the original sound. Question. If you could write an ep, what would happen and what antagonist would there be? Second question. What kind of companion would you be, e.g. humanising like Donna, embracing adventurous like Clara, curious like Rose? I give you air from my lungs. Ha ha. Grey. Grey, thank you so much for that lovely email. And yes, so many chills, things, exciting things. This is going to be out after the Star Beasts come out. So this is going to be mad when this comes out. I was going to be like, Dullin. The 60th anniversary is in the works and you're talking about Taylor Swift. Yes, we are. It, it's it's relevant. It all comes back to Taylor. She's everywhere. Exactly. She is everything. She is the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so to keep it brief, if I could write an episode, what would happen? Um, Taylor Swift in the TARDIS finished. Answers finished. That's a cop out. But I have literally been thinking about that episode. I literally pitched it. To, I literally pitched it and was told no because someone else is doing it and I I cried because I wanted my I wanted my fan doctor Red Twilight to meet Taylor because I was like this is like genuinely because <laughs> uh, it's a question I thought about ages I was like what like current historical figure in like 50 years are they going to make a Doctor Who episode about and I was like yeah well Taylor Swift obviously yeah so I was like exactly. I want to I do that but as a historical now and then the second question is, what kind of companion would you be? I'd be the cranky, tired, hungry one, always being like, oh, can we just like have a break? Can you like, no, literally, I'd be like, we go on an adventure and I'd be like, doctor, can you just drop me off for like a day or two? I just, I just want to go and rot in bed for a bit and then I'll be back. I'd be the, I'd be the one that's like really anxious about situations. I'd be like, I'll be like, you know, I'd be like, oh my God, we landed on Scarrow. Why have we landed on Scarrow? What, what are you doing? Like, what's your, I'm, I'm like, and I'd just be like, I'm going to bed. 
for like i'm just staying in that room for a bit like i know i'm safe in here so you go you do what you got to do and i'm i'm there i'm over here yeah i'm doing my thing yeah. when you're done yeah let a girl now okay yeah no i'm with you that's, that's me as well i think that would be my secondary emotion for that um but yeah i hope that's answered your question gray also amazing name thank you so much okay so that was three mile corner the sack is closed um and you know I, uh, you know if elliot was here there'd be a very wry witty joke uh so all i can say is it's us hi we're the problem and we're about to go absolutely chaotic in your ears so my question is are you ready for it doom 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 ch- doom doom don't sue us taylor please don't please, please. <laughs> So, as you can tell from the lovely joke up top, today we are talking about the one and only Taylor Allison Swift, icon, legend, the reason, the reason for breathing, really. Um, Jack, so before we get into this, just a quick rundown. What is it about Taylor Swift, you think, like with, with her music? Because I know, I know what it is. Her music obviously just resonates with so many people. She is the most, she's arguably right now, as of the time of recording, at the time of life right now, 2023, she's one of the biggest people, like the, probably the biggest celebrity on the planet right now. If anyone disagrees with that, then you're, yeah, you're, you're bloody lying to yourself. Um, you know, her music touches so many different genres and like she covers so many different topics, so many different emotions. You know, whether you've just broken up with somebody, you're falling in love with somebody, you're moving to a new place and you're feeling scared, you're excited about being in a new place. You know, friendships, parents, literally any mood is covered by this woman's beautiful lyricism and art, you know. And like I said, there's just this really interesting correlation between Taylor's music and the show. And with many different TV shows, but obviously we're on the Doctor Who podcast, so we're talking about Doctor Who today. Obviously. Um, what is it that you love about Taylor's music, first of all? But then also, why do you think it fits with Doctor Who so well? And I know that's a very loaded question and I haven't prepped you whatsoever. But you know what? It, it's all about it's all about the journey. Yeah, it is the journey. It is. It is. And I mean, for me, in terms of her music, it is, it's that. That how it does, like you're saying that, it appeals to every mood. Literally every emotion I could feel is covered by song album at times and it's just like yes. you know there's there's so many ones i can just dive into and just if say i'm having a bad day i can just listen to it and it can bring me right back or if say i'm having like a real like a down day and i want to feel that and i want to feel that sort of like that that like cottage core sort of like you know just the chill vibes yes. what have you, i can just go into another one and be like oh this is i'm living this life it's just it's just pure vibes you know i mean and like you say, there's that as well. You've also just got some absolutely banging songs, ones you just can't get out of your head, you know? And it's to tie it into Doctor Who and to tie it into something you were saying before, 
listen to the Swift music and her amazing lyrics and her voice and everything around it, yes, it alters your brain chemistry. Same way, watching Doctor Who alters your brain chemistry. So whereas someone could be talking and you can come up with a Taylor Swift lyric, someone else can say something and it'll be a Doctor Who quote that comes out of you. It's the same. Yeah. It's accessing that same part of your brain. It absolutely is, you know, whether it be me going, you know, I hear red and I go, I start seeing red. I'm not going to do it now because, again, don't want to get sued. Or it's like if I hear someone say, well, my my brain yeah. instantly turns into, well, or well. Yeah. It's yeah. that same thing. Yeah. Because, you know, when you are when you love something so much and your brain is just wired in that way where it's like everything is a reference, if you think about it. Everything can be a reference. Um, and I just, you know what? I think for me personally, like with Taylor, so I am, um, I mean, I, I don't know. About, so actually, let me ask you this. When did you become a fan of her music? It's I can tell you exactly what it was. It was red because I got for my... 22nd birthday my my girl my girlfriend now my wife gave me red for my birthday because and i was like oh. uh, so it was like i had 22 on my 22nd birthday and i was like this is amazing it. Peak vibes so i will always go back to that as being my favorite album as well because it's just so yes yes it's just there's so many emotions for that it's just yep it's a whole spectrum of emotions that album and i love it so much and it just started a journey for me there which i'm still on now like i'm still you know suck at that stuff i'm not into as much like her very first album like her self-titled i'm less into that because it's more the country vibe but yeah, yeah, yeah stuff after that i'm just like obsessed with like cruel summer yeah 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 i have that is, I already know that's going to be my number one when when Unwrapped comes out. It's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be, and so much so, it's going to be all the kids' music I've had to listen to in the car because i got two young kids. <laughs> and, like, they love, like, Baby Shark and that sort of dumb stuff. But I know, yeah, yeah. I know, no, no matter how much of that crap I've had to listen to, I know. I feel you. I think my Spotify wrapped is, I mean, every year she's on there. Um, weirdly, last year, Moona was my number one, which says a lot about me as a queer. But uh, no, she's always there. And I think this year, definitely, especially, um, I mean, she's usually number one. But like I said, last year was an anomaly. But yeah, like I, I'd say, so I became a fan actually a little bit later than you, Shark Horror. Um, I became a fan in 2015. Uh, so around... 1989's release which is why it's my favorite album 1989 is my girl she's been with me through thick and thin she is that bitch um and uh it's one of the most influential pieces of art i've ever listened to and to this day even with taylor's version like you know with the correlation to doctor who right so jack i don't know about you so i'm chronically online and chronically on tiktok um yeah and (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a problem and the fan edits (laughs) No, literally, the fan edits when it comes to this show, right? So obviously you get all of the great Doctor Who fan edits. There's really specific Doctor Who fan editors as well on TikTok who are just so talented. There's so many amazing, like, especially that's when I kind of got the idea for this episode because, like I said, I was just on my FYP scrolling and I saw specifically it was this Martha Jones edit and everyone knows Martha is my girl. How many times do I have to say it? She is... She's a queen. A queen. And... The edit I saw was Dear John in the background of 
you know, because of all the stuff she went through with 10. And it was one of the most beautiful fan edits I've ever seen in my life. I was dying. I was on the floor. Um, the lyrics just so perfectly encapsulate Series 3 Martha like it's a joke. And, you know, yeah. And that's kind of where the idea started for this episode. But, yeah, there's just so many ways that the show perfectly interlinks with her music. And so before we get into what we're going to do, which is putting each doctor into a Taylor era and then what songs correlate to them. I know it's capital C content that you're here for, but before that, I know we've both already answered this, but before we go into it, favorite album and favorite song, if if you had to pick one, and I know that's really hard, but life's all about challenges. So, Jack, what is your favourite album and favourite song? It is Red, like I said already. Red is that one because I have such that connection to it anyway. Like it's 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 one of my favourite albums of all time, straight away. And like, I'm going to seem like such a basic bitch, but it is all well. Like it is. And like not just that, but it is Taylor's version. It's the 10-minute version. It is because that is... Not only is it just yes. belter worthy, like you put that on and you were going to be screaming that song in your car, but it's also one of the best short films I've ever seen in my life. I swear to God, I wept and I weep every yeah, time yeah, it's I incredible. see it because it's just what a shit bag. <laughs> yeah, you're so real for that, honestly. Like, I actually have so you know, there's that poster for the short film. I have. I bought it off of her store. Oh my God. We don't have time to go into Taylor Swift merch quality. We don't have time. We we simply don't have the time. Um, but I did buy the poster, the print of the short film and I got it framed and it's in my house behind my record player and it's beautiful and I love it. Yeah, I love that short film to death. Like, you know, but yeah. What, so for me, my favourite album, like I said, is 1989. Yeah, love it. I respect that. It's valid. It's so good. It's so the Taylor's version is very, very complicated. Now, listen, before actually before I say anything else, Taylor's version supremacy. We we support people. We support art here. We support people owning their art. Absolutely. Did she go and ruin style? Yes, she did. And that will die on that hill. Style is now. It's just it's I don't like Taylor's version. I'm sorry. I can't. But that's a different conversation. Even like, yeah, 1989 Taylor's version. I still love it, even though style is not great. But I'd say my favourite song, and it's going to sound like I'm a basic hoe. It's fine. We can be basic hoes together. It's fine. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But it's the same answer as you all too well. Like, I... So I've loved the original. The normal standard was about four minutes long. Um, Non-Taylor's version for years. That was my favourite Taylor Swift song for years and then obviously the taylor's version project happened and um she announced the 10 minute version and it just got even better from there and like you know i could just sit here and try and find a different answer just to not sound basic but that is my favorite song of hers without a doubt like it's just flat out incredible there's just no words there's no words for the perfection that is that song it is yeah because it, it's even without the short film, it tells a story so vividly. And so you can see it in your mind and you can feel that heartbreak. You can feel that anguish and that betrayal so 
Yeah. It's so, it's frothing from the surface there. You can just feel it in your whole body and it's just, you feel so broken by the end of that song, but then so, like, it's, it's like a phoenix rising from the ashes exactly. at the end of it as well. It's just, oh, it's, oh, I I, I, I could I just talk about it all too well for hours, but we got Doctor Who stuff to talk about. <laughs> exactly um no but i agree with you and like if if rtd had written a taylor swift song it would be all too well i said what i said no notes no notes but anyway so like i said the main section of this is so i was thinking about what to do and i was like oh i'm gonna put you know doc two characters to albums and have songs that correlate if we did that we would be here for five hours and don't get me wrong that sounds like a really good time that you know uh babes don't threaten me with a good time as miss swift once said but we don't have five hours you know what i mean so jack and i discussed it and we decided we're going to do the doctors and what albums correlate to them and then what songs correlate to that doctor now jack you're gonna have to help me with the classic doctors a little bit because i'm what like i always say fake uh fake fan because i still haven't finished the classic series shoot me that's fine that's valid come on thank you for my validation so we're going to go Doctor by Doctor and we're going to talk about, you know, Doctor Who, the era's tour. Um, <laughs> Doctor Who, the era's version. Doctor Who, Taylor's version. Uh, Come Along Pond, Taylor's version. Um, Damler and Jack's version. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. I need the, like, the era's tour with all the doctors. Like, I need it now. Yes! Please, someone make that. Someone draw that, please. Um, so there's the best place is to start at the beginning, I think, and that's with uh William Hartnell, Doctor Number One. Jack, what album do you think one fits into? It's a the most? one because like, I'd say one is probably the Doctor I've seen like the least of, really, which is weird. Like the thing about William Hartnell doesn't re- resonate with me for a long time, which I'm absolutely I've seen since now. I've seen I've seen the light and things that uh terms of album there's such like and i feel, and i'm going to default to this a lot but there's such like a a comforty sort of vibe around that like black and white one of the black and white serials and it's like yeah you have um peril but it has still like a kind of cutesy vibe to it so i go to folklore personally for for hartnell nice well funny you say that because I did the same. Folklore. Boom. <laughs> it's, it, you know, oh, why are we the same person? Seriously, insane. Um, But like, so what song or songs would you correlate with one? Because I, I have one song and I can explain my reasoning. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Please, please do. I put Welcome to New York. Now you might be thinking, what's that about? What are you doing? That makes no sense. No, it makes a lot of sense. It actually makes a lot of sense. And let me explain why. So, Welcome to New York is the opener to 1989, right? And it is welcoming you into a new era. It is welcoming you into a new world and a new sense of self. And the show obviously started with William Hartnell, the first Doctor. And I feel like Welcome to New York was very much just like, you know, welcome to this world. Welcome to this thing. It's great. There's all these things going on, you know, new soundtrack. I could dance to this beat, you know, flashing lights, everything. That's what it's like, you know, going, this is Doctor Who. Welcome. 
welcome we're welcoming you into this thing that that's where i'm coming from with it um well, what what are you saying in terms of songs i can't think better than that i mean i'm just thinking now of because i'm just like yeah that's perfect i mean what else? i might go controversially um i might go safe and sound which she did with the civil wars you know for the for hunger games it's the most valid thing i've ever heard honestly yes that's honestly one of my favorite taylor songs as well like i love the songs that she does for movies and i think that's one of my absolute faves and i love taylor's version as well it's so good um it's it's why it's why i love folklore as well because it's, it's that sort of stripped back sort of version isn't it? you know folklore especially is like you know she's like reinventing yeah. herself again with yeah. folklore which is so i mean that's what i love about it is that she yeah. constantly is evolving as a singer as a songwriter as a performer and you know the whole first doctor's journey is him rediscovering himself because he's so yeah i know we're talking like being retconned here but it's like he's so entrenched when you first come to him into sort of like yeah he's a rebel but he's still kind of got those like time lord ways about him like you know oh not supposed to interfere here but, oh we're sort of superior ones like in in the nerfing chart he goes to kill uh um a caveman that's keeping yeah. the group um like they're trying to get away and then he goes to kill this caveman and he absolutely learns like morals and how to be a good person through seeing ian and barbara and then also seeing the evil of the daleks that's what makes his character he's becoming this new reinventing himself as a, yeah. as a person and that's what she does for folklore as well, which again I know she does with a load of them, but it's it's that stripped back version of it. It's like he's yeah. still learning how to be the doctor. Absolutely. And I think also if we want to go into that much detail, which we will, um, with folklore, it's very much, you know, the black and white vibes. Um, so Doctor Number Two to Doctor Number Two, what what did you say for this? What album do you think the second doctor comes under? It's so it's it's difficult because my head wants to go folklore again, but I feel like I'm just repeating myself to do that. So I'm kind of seeing, I'm kind of seeing fearless. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Because. Yeah. It's like with fearless, she's Taylor is starting to leave behind like her country route. She's like taking that journey. Yeah into being the into being like the pop star that we know yes you know and you can definitely see that again with the second doctor taking what he knew before and then Mm -hmm. moving on and also like you know you have songs like um you belong with me yeah and like that's just so that's so two and jamie coded because (laughs) there are a couple sorry jamie and two they're together (laughs) no i like that i like that I, i i see that um, I didn't give the answer though. I guess something slightly different. Um, I went with 1989 because I can just see him w- like sometimes it's not even what the songs are on the album. It's the vibe of the album. It's the essence of the album and the way I could just see him walking with his furry coat, blasting this in his ears. I can just feel it and I can see it. I don't necessarily have that much reasoning behind it. And again, I haven't seen much of the second Doctor, but what I have seen, I've already said this before, but I've already predicted that he's going to be my favourite classic Doctor, like from everything that I've seen. Um, But like in terms of songs to do with two, I have 
two songs uh, for the second Doctor. Um, first one is, this is why we can't have nice things. He's cheeky. Yeah, no, yes. That's the reaction I want. Uh, uh, we're not a visual medium. Jack just lost his marbles. Um, it's so true. Please, please continue. <laughs> he, he, I can just see, you know, just everything he does with that kind of cheekiness in the, uh, you know, in, in the background there. That's why I went with that. And then I also did I Knew You Were Trouble. Very accusatory, but very fun at the same time. And like, we're going, we're going there. You know what I mean? That that that's that was my thoughts behind those. But what, what songs did you pick? I actually also went uh, I Knew You Were Trouble because of a similar thing because nice that doctor's coming in. And I mean, you look at how things end for him. Like Jamie and Zoe get taken away from him just by the and they suffer in my opinion yeah not like a a death fate not nothing it's nothing fatal like we see some companions face it but it's also it's 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 a really scary fate in the in the sense that they lose their their memories of yeah. not just their time with him but then the the people that they will have become because of meeting him yeah 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 is it's all taken from them so it's like well i knew you were in trouble and it's like you know that there's and there's also versions of the highlanders where jamie doesn't go with the uh second doctor there's yeah. a version where he's too scared to go and like it's kind of like placing that vibe again it's like am i doing the right thing going with this random guy of a box yeah so yeah nice that's that's where i am with that <laughs> yeah i like that I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I think with two as well, there's just so much scope and I think he would fit. He's one of those doctors actually. And I find, I think he's one of the only ones actually where it's like, he would fit into a lot of the eras. Most of the doctors I think are very definitively one era, but with two, it could have gone either way. So Mr. John Pertwee, number three, Jack, speak to me. Tell me. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Reputation reputation oh really okay yeah boss bitch era okay i like that this this is this is this is that this is taylor ending like this is her last album in that era of being like boss bitch and like girl boss you know and that's you cannot describe pertwee in any other way other than he's a man that gets the job done he will he will karate chop a sea devil he will shoot an ogron and mess up a dalek he'll have a sword fight whilst eating a sandwich with the master he is the moment he is the most doctory doctor he's the best doctor at doing stuff so because because john pertwee wanted it to be that way basically and it's like totally understand it so yeah reputation that's my boy nice i see that i see that I haven't gone with that, but I respect it and I see it. I've gone with 1989 again because purely, again, on vibes, but like, you know, we've just got all these different, uh, they're just different tones to 1989. There's, you know, we're in love. I'm in love. You know, I'm going to sing these love ballads. I'm going to talk about, you know, healing myself. I'm going to talk about how someone's pissed me off. 
I'm going to set talk about how I'm self-aware. You know, it's just it's a very self-discovery kind of album, and I feel like the third Doctor has so many sides to him where it's like one minute he's chatting to you, the next minute he's got a sword in your face, slay. You know, um, so <laughs> that's kind of where that thinking came for me. But I have two specific songs that fit the third Doctor. I said the two songs. Bejeweled. Because that wardrobe. That wardrobe, you know, best believe I'm still bejeweled when I walk in the room. I can still make the whole place shimmer. Um, Absolutely that, very that. And then the other one is Getaway Carve, just because of, you know. Yeah. Bessie. Bessie. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. What are you saying? You need to calm down. I hear that. Valid. Okay, and hear me out with this now, because he is often he is often in a situation where people around him are like running around, and he's like, "No, no, hang on. If we just do this and then do this and go from nice. here, and you know, uh, put me on the brigadier, and like you know, he'll sort that. He's the man that sorts it. Whereas people are like, oh my god, doctor, oh, yeah. there's even like like I think about I'm talking about sea devils again, which is like a meme for me, but like there's a bit in the sea devils where it looks like joe has like musical shoes because she's like sneaking around the space and there's like this weird like like the soundtrack just plays like weird little like oh my god as her shoes go around and you can see she's like well hurry up like like he's like joe hurry up and help me get out of here yeah she's too busy like it's like the vibes there are just like like pert we is like all quite happily say that he's he's done with people's shit at yeah. different points so it's like yeah, that's that's what it is to me. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh yeah, no, I think the third doctor again, it very I I I think very reputation and nineteen eighty nine coded. I think very very much both energies. Now in hindsight, maybe he is more reputation actually. I think you're right. Um but I will firmly sit with Bejeweled and Getaway Car. Yeah. I I, I can still see nineteen eighty nine with him. I can totally, you know. So, you know, don't 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 dish yourself. I'm glad you see my vision. Fine. I'm glad you see the vision. I see, I, I see it, I do. So, Fourth Doctor, I struggled with this because, again, he is very like, you know, I was thinking about it and then I was like, no, there is a clear answer here. There is a very, very clear answer in my head. I went with Evermore. Snap. There you go. I went, I went Evermore as well. Straight up. What is it for you, Fe- what is it for you that makes it Evermore? So Evermore has all of these lovely, lovely songs that are just warm and cosy, like Willow, Gold Rush, you know what I mean? And then you get these really sad, melancholy, just very thoughtful, beautiful songs like, you know, Tis the Damn Season, you know, Coney Island everything and he's gone through so many companions and so many things because he's one of the longest running doctors is he still the longest running doctor i don't i don't know yeah 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 he did uh what seven seven years i think i think well, just behind him. so yeah like he's the longest running doctor he's had, he had so much to go through and i feel like you've got the you just it covers all the bases but also he's he wears the scarf he's got the hat 
He dresses like the fucking album cover, kind of, except the scarf omitted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could say he's also dressed like red because of the hat, but you know, it, that's not. That's not. He's not red. So yeah. Anyway, what 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 songs are you saying? Um. Well, I mean, all the same as you, really. Like Tony Island, especially, is so. You know, there's there's a melancholy when it comes to four, particularly towards the end. You know, yeah. you can see. I know people say people say that you know Tom is just bored or like he's done with it, but I think it really fits him at the end of his at the end of his run, like in season eighteen. So it just feels like it just feels like the Doctor is tired anyway of being the fourth Doctor and all the stuff that goes through that he goes through there. You know, he loses so many friends because he goes through so many companions, and it's like you know he's tired at the end of that journey, and like Evermore is so with that sort of. Idea. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. As well, that you have those songs which are, it's carrying on the vibe from from, uh, from folklore. Is, is, is that stripped back again, isn't it? And it's like, yeah, you could say the same thing with four in that, you know, every doctor after Troughton, apart from Pertwee, is influenced by Troughton and is different shades of Troughton. So you could always say that, you know, it makes sense with Evermore being a natural um, sequel or continuation of folklore. It makes sense that you go, well, four is a continuation of two. Yes. So. Yes. I like that. It's it's making the sense is sensing with that one. I like that. I like that. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yes. So number five, fifth doctor. What are you saying? I struggle with this one. So did I. I so really did struggle. I, I kind of want to hear what you've said and then be like, and, and not be like, oh yeah, I, I picked the same thing. I was like, I, I, it's just, I just, I just want to, I want to like, I want that, I want that litmus test of like, what's Dan gone for? Am I, am I pitching in the right ballpark? I went with, and it's going to sound like this is the cop out um, album to put people under. It's not, it's not. I did put 1989. He is, you know, he, the song that comes to mind, so I'm answering the song question as well, but it will make sense. Out of the Woods is so five-coded, it's a joke. Like, come on, like, Adric, babe. Remember when you hit the brakes too soon, 20 stitches in a hospital room? Out of the Woods is so five to me. And 
also with the way he dresses and how, you know, he is one of the younger doctors. He has that fresh, exciting vibe. I just feel like it's very, he's very 1989. I can't answer better than that. I was going to go, I was going to go for something like, this is me looking at my notes now. <laughs> I was going to say this and like, speak now. Because there are just like, okay. such like, Pops on that, and there's and there's a couple ones on there which I'm like not into as much, which kind of yeah. sums up the Fifth Doctor era for me. That I'm like, oh, there are such highs. There are some that I'm not like as fond of, but I'm not gonna lie, I am, I'm, 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 I'm converted. I'm going 989. I'm because are we out of the woods? Yes, it is. So yeah. it's that. Yeah, it's that anguish of this happened, but then it's like the next week they're like, oh yeah, that happened. It's like it's so, it's beautiful, perfect. Damla, I'm I'm clapping audio listeners because I didn't want to do it too loud. But yeah, no, I'm I'm bowing to you, Damla. That's that's the one. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. I really, really do. Um, I feel like that one's pretty accurate. I feel like. Um, now the sixth Doctor. Oh Lord. Um, in my head there is also only one answer for this and I went with debut slash self-titled whatever you want to call it uh, her first album because I'm sorry you're telling me that six with a country soundtrack in the background isn't everything like that is he is if he was a genre of music he would be country you know what I mean mm-hmm. I hear it I hear it his hair is also very similar to hair yes to Taylor's hair on the cover of the album so you know like Charles yeah. the Time Lord it's that big that big blonde, it's very close. So I'm I'm there for that. What about you then? Do you agree with that album or did you put something else? Thinking, I was thinking that as well, you know, like you know, the self-titled one. So like I say, I'm not listening to it as much, but I was like, it is he does give the country vibes. And again, I mean you look at the you look at the album cover, it's like, yeah, that's 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 six right there. Yeah. It is. What what song what I don't know. I have one song. I I have a singular song. The singular song is this. I said better than revenge. And I'm going to leave it at that. I think it just explains itself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with that. Absolutely. What about you? I will. I will. Again, I, I will completely bow to that. I, I feel right. I hear some dear John vibes and it's early, but I feel some. Okay. Particularly the early six. Okay. When he's there strangling Perry. <laughs> like... Girl, Ooh. Alien Spies. No, we, that's not the fate of Alien Spies, Doctor. You, you don't have to get so so handsy now. Come on. So there's there's a tad to it. There's 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 an element, but it's not it's not the real Dear John. It's not the real. It's not the real one. It's there, minute, just bubbling, but it's not the real Doctor that Dear John is about. I hear that. Interesting, but I hear it nonetheless. I hear it. Um. So number seven, Sylvester McCoy, aka my best friend, the Seventh Doctor. What album? What unique album? Um. <laughs> sorry, I always have to get that reference in. What album? The Seven come under for you? I split it across two. Okay. Okay. I split it across two. Yeah. Okay. And bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with, bear with my bearing. Like, like, trust me. Trust me. Okay. Okay. Self-titled. Because you know you would hear Seven playing those spoons along to the country music. (laughs) 
so much so much so i want to i want to play like i want to play some taylor swift for sylvester Ocon and just be like can you get spoons out like please can i just this will break the internet like <laughs> oh dear no i i hear that and then what what's the other album yeah 1989 because yeah. it's when Doctor Who ends, yeah. as they know it, and it just matches the year there. Like, you know, it's it's perfect for that. And it's, it is as well. It's like, you know, 1989 is all about Taylor, like, starting a new chapter of her life in New York. And it's like, you could say that, yeah, it's when Classic Who ends, but it's also a new chapter in terms of, like, the wilderness years and what happens there. You know, there's a there's a... There's sort of like a Wild Westy vibe to that. And it's like, where are we going to go? You know? And it's all about the new challenges of life and new, just being in this new place. So, yeah, that's what that is for me. I, do you know what? I'm going to leave, I can't even comment further on that. I think that was so perfectly put. Um, So, what song or songs did you pick for Seven? Because this is a tricky one. This is a really tricky one. Oh, see, seven is so is so much more. It's so. I knew you were trouble. When, like yes, it's so no, you. I knew you were trouble. When you walked in because just the just the manipulations alone. Like you know, there's a reason why Ace leaves him. Like you know, I mean, we, obviously we don't know can, canonically what that is, but you know, canon is its own you know, soup, which we're not going to talk about now anyway, but it's like, there's reasons why Ace is no longer with him. And it's because of those manipulations and those just real toxicity that is the Seventh Doctor, because he sees himself as this timeless champion and, you know, the you know the ends justify the means a lot of the time as well. So it's like, yeah, it, it has to be. It has to be under your trouble. Has to be. And for that specific reasoning, I have gone with uh, I Did Something Bad. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just, I see it. I see him walking away to this song with that in the background, with like him twirling his umbrella around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and the explosions are going off behind him as well. Yep. And it's like he's just destroyed, he's just committed genocide of the Daleks and like... He's probably committed genocide in other places as well. He's manipulated Ace and God knows how many other people he's like had the events completely like planned all the way along. But yeah, that's it. That's the vibe. It's it's a vibe. It's I can see it. Someone do the fan edit immediately. Um, <laughs> but what what would you say is eight? Because eight. Obviously, we don't get as much time with it. I mean, we do in Big Finish, but I don't have the money all the time to listen to all of that stuff, unfortunately. Big Finish, please uh, send us some stuff. Um, please, I beg. <laughs> what album? Lover. Yes, absolutely. Just And then we'll move on. No, yeah, it's Lover. Because not only is the first time we start seeing like some romanticism about the Doctor, like obviously he kisses Grace in the TV movie, but there is... You cannot put a man on screen like Paul McGann who has that voice and has that look and not tell me that if that doctor said to me, come with me, and I would not be falling in love with them. Like, absolutely. Chills. The va. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I've put him in lover as well because that's the only answer. 
It is. Like, there's no other answer, is there? There's literally no other answer. And um, I feel like my the two songs I picked, absolutely, personally, obviously it's all about a matter of opinion, isn't it? But for me, I think the, the two songs that encapsulate his Doctor so perfectly is Don't Blame Me and I Can See You. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But then also, I agree with those, Lover itself as well. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 like the it's like one of the sweetest most happy songs that she ever does, and it's like yeah you can say that yeah in Big Finish there's um a lot of bad stuff that happens with Eight, but the the whole vibe is still that oh my god he's gorgeous and it's like yeah lover. On that topic, I guess you could also say gorgeous would summarize him really well. <laughs> Very true. Absolutely true. I can't say anything to your face. Just look at your face! Anyway. Cardigan as well, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Cardigan is very McGowan. That man uh, is a beautiful, beautiful person. Um, But slightly moving on, slightly, uh, the War Doctor. We have, yeah, no, we're going there, guys. We're going there. War Doctor. I think there are only two songs and one album that this doctor goes on, and if you don't mind, Jack, I'm just going to go straight in with it. I think reputation is the only correct answer for the album. Yes. And then the two songs, The Great War, obviously. Yeah. And Bad Blood. I was going to say Bad Blood. I was like, please say Bad Blood. Please say (laughs) Bad Blood. Because that's the one I'm right. Yeah, it is so... It's war because he is born from that. He is born from that that place of being like, oh, here we go. I gotta, I gotta get up and do this now. We are, we are, you know. I have bad blood not just with the Daleks who yell at me. I have bad blood with the Time Lords as well. This whole war. I have bad blood with this. It's you know we are getting into this now. So yes. yeah, love it, Danla. Yes, yes, yes. No, you know what? He he's so real for that, and <laughs> like I just again, feel free anyone to make fan edits inspired by our our music and song uh, choices for each Doctor, please, and tag us, um, tag the pod. Um, so would you say uh, a reputation for the War Doctor as well? Yeah, totally reputation because again, it is that I'm getting stuff done. Nice one, nice one. Okay, so. Nine. Gorgeous Chris, our bestie Chris. Chris, 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 Chris. Um, yet again, I think there's only one album that fits this doctor. Again, it's all my opinion, I know, I know, I know. But um uh, Nine's Reputation Girly always will be, always has been, you know? Yeah, it's it is reputation, because again, yeah. Because again, it's he's you know, what is it the line is like he was born in fire, you know, like uh he's and like when we first meet him, he is so all about that girl boss. Yeah. He is so no nonsense and just, you know, he doesn't want a companion. He doesn't want to see anyone else get hurt. He just wants to go and do his thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah. He'll have some fun about it as well and be like, you know, you know, run for your life and things like that. But no, he's, yeah, he is very reputation coded. Later though. Yeah. Hear me out of this. When he starts changing because of Rose, he enters, and this is an ongoing song, he enters into Wildest Dreams. 
Nice. Yeah. But he needs to have that change of rose first. When we first meet him, he's not there. But where, yeah. as he changes and becomes more, you know, more the doctor and a bit softer and a bit more fun. And we, you know, we learn that he dances. He's gorgeous, beautiful man. Absolutely. I, so I kind of encapsulated that sense and that vibe uh, of his doctor, which we all love. Uh, in I picked four songs. I know it's a lot, but I'm just going to quickly run through them. So I went with Run from Red Taylor's version. Red, Red the Vault because of, you know, Run, you know. Uh, and then you've got Long Story Short. Long story short, because, you know, long story short, it was a bad time. Long story short, I survived. And that is what he did. Um, and then I, I wanted to put one in here. And I just, I, if, you, if I was thinking, you know, Knife Doctor and Rose, the most important relationship to that doctor, Enchanted. Because he was, he was enchanted to meet Rose. And anytime I, I, I can just see the fan edit in my head. I keep referencing fan edits, but this is, this is how this idea was born, you know, for this episode. I can just see Rose and Nine. In fact, I need to see the Rose and Nine edits immediately, expeditiously. Please send them along. Amazing. And then look what you made me do because I'm sorry what other song goes with nine that's probably one of my favorite picks for his doctor that's so perfect it, it it's just him all over really i think um and now we get into some territory where i think we we probably both i i have a feeling we're going to agree on this one um oh yeah 10 what album is 10 jack 10 is red yeah 10 is red and here's the thing right this 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 is one of the big things I said to you when we when when you came to me about doing this Damla, you know I was like, ten is not a Swifty. If you look at the Doctors, ten is not a Swifty. Ten is the guy that gets songs written about him. Yes, he is. He is treacherous. He is trouble. You know, I need trouble. We're never ever getting back together. Just alone. Just following how he treats that Queen Martha Jones. And then you get into actually how he treats everyone, full stop, because he has this arrogant swagger. He thinks he's the best thing ever, you know? And I, I'm saying all this now. Ten is my favourite Doctor. Yeah, same. My God, he's a shitbag. He is, he, he is a toxic little shitbag. He really can be. Like, you know, he really, really, really can be. Totally agreed. Um you know, and I totally agree with you. I love that take of like, you know, he is the he is the guy you write the songs about. I completely agree. Um, I did, however, I did pick some songs from Taylor's catalogue that I think encapsulate his emotional uh, journey as the Doctor. Um, so I went with "Come Back, Be Here" because Rose, come back, be here. You know, the one. Again, you know, very reminiscent, like, you know, you could have been the one, you know, you could have. Uh, timeless, you know, proper love. I was going to say ballad. It's not ballad at all, but it's, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just that, you know, it's in time, you know, it, we're going back in time in the song. We're talking about if we were in a different time period and how, you know, it doesn't matter when, where, how, why, 
I uh, we would always be connected. And I think that him and Rose, that's very him and Rose, because they do meet across time and they fall in love across time and, you know, all of that. And then, sorry, I, d- I do actually have quite a, a few for 10. I'm sorry. I'm just going to rattle through them. I've got Haunted. No, do it. Do it. Yes. Hear it. Respect it. This is me trying because he's, you know, it's hard to be at a party with an open wound. It's hard to be anywhere these days when all I want is you. That It's him in the rain, dripping wet, looking sad. Sad boy. Sad boy. It's, it's also him at Donna's wedding in The Runaway Bride when he's looking and he sees the girl with the blonde hair. Literally. Literally that. Where are the fan edits? Please. <laughs> I need them. Please send them to me. I will I need them, them and I will love them. Please. I need them more than air. I need them more than water. Um, and then my last one uh, is Mirable because 10 is always, you know, the uh, one of Elliot's favourite things about 10 is him always being like, you know, uh, looking very sad and being very sad and just being like, you know, I'm, al- I'm always okay. I'm fine. But it's like, you know, there's different versions of 10 and he's hiding a lot of versions of himself, but also I will be the version of me that you want to be. Um, you know, and this is why uh, I'm assuming, Jack, you also love 10 because, you know, he, he can be an absolute prat, um, but he's also very complicated and we love him very much. Yeah, is that it's that, it's that. It's it's that, it's the nostalgia behind it as well, and it's the just the emotional connection I have to the Doctor, and particularly around that time in my life. But I love all that, and I, he, you know, I totally agree. I'm going to add a couple uh, yep. very quickly myself as well. Because, I mean, he's a dear John. Already we know that's the case, just from the fan edits you were saying before, that you've yep. seen. Like, it is, it's so 10-coded. It really is. And then on a happier note, on a happier note, 22. Nice. Absolutely. The whole thing of 22, 22 is that exuberant joy of being who you are in that moment and loving who you are that you're, oh my God, I'm 22. Like life is so great. I'm, I'm in my early twenties. I don't have commitment and life and things like that. And 10 is, you know, 10 is so that living in the moment and loving being the 10th Doctor. I mean, there's a reason he takes up so many regenerations because he loves being that Doctor. You know, and there's a reason his last line is, I don't want to go, because the Doctor wanted to stay as that Doctor. And that's just 22 all over because, again, it's that loving who you are. But yeah, yeah. He just loves being that doctor. You know, this face has returned for the third time now. You know what I mean? And we love it. So next we have beautiful eleven, eleven, baby boy. For me, I I put him in one album, and then I went, hmm. I I don't know about that. Actually, I think he's more this album, and that album is fearless. He is the fairy tale doctor. He is you know the the wondrous dreamer of improbable dreams you know and you know the raggedy doctor part of amy's you know fairy tale fantasy and i feel like because fearless is very you know storybook you know today was a fairy tale you know um love story everything just the whole backdrop i mean and and i guess in that regard you could say speak now but he's just not a speak now kind of guy because you know yeah i had the time of my life fighting dragons with you 
in Long Live, but like it, it he's not Long Live either. It, you know, fe- uh, Fearless is very you know love. There's complicated emotions, but it's very there's that fairy tale backdrop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear that. I totally hear that. I I would I'll agree with that because Eleven was one I really found difficult. But yeah, it is that fairy tale vibe because like he is the very fairy tale doctor. There's a reason the show shifted to be like that at that time. So yeah, it's very it's it's very eleven coded, straight up. I'm glad you agree. I'm glad you agree. Um I put three songs for eleven. And those three songs are so seven from folklore, because I feel like it really encapsulates how he feels about Amy. You know, I've been meaning to tell you, I think your house is haunted. You know, everything, all of that, you know, just to go look at the lyrics and then think about Amy Pond. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, I can't wait because I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to these again. And I'm going to be like, oh, my God. Yes, that is so. It, it's the 11th hour. Straight up. There you go. Job done. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm glad you see the vision. Um, and then we've got New Romantics, you know, Baby with the New Romantics, Come Come Along With Me, Come Along Pond, you know. Yeah, New Romantics. And then final one, maybe an obvious choice, I don't care, Wonderland. We're in Wonderland, you and I got lost in it, you know. Very much that uh, Series 5 teaser trailer where they go down the rabbit hole, you know, yeah. I have iffy feelings about it, and you can listen to our thoughts in the trailer breakdown episode. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> I see. See, I'm. I'm. I don't have the same uh, profession as yourself, so I can just look at it and clap my hands like a seal and go, "Oh, it's pretty." <laughs> <laughs> no, which but is, that's more fun. Me, which, which is me watching. That's me watching Doctor Who anyway. It's just like, <laughs> me happy. <laughs> but I, I prefer that than being, you know, just irritated all the time. I suppose, yeah, I'll take that. I like, I like the wonder, which is, which is all about the Eleventh Doctor. I would also throw in because there's a darkness to Eleven. Look what you made me do. <gasps> Ooh, I hear it and I accept it and I rethink all of my life choices. Yes. Because think of the man. Think of um, a good man goes to war. Yes. And he's there in that chair and going you know going at that general about you know you'll always be remembered as you know the man that you know the man that runs away and all that stuff and he's also got that thing he's like you know you know like don't try anything with me like you know i'm you know smarter and thing and then oh that that that, that line in the in the um in the doctor's wife where it's like fear me i've killed hundreds of time lords fear me i kill them all yes so because there is that real darkness with 11 which i love about him like he really harkens back to seven with that like he like you know on the surface he seems like oh yes one wonderful whimsy beautiful chin boy but there is such a there's there's manipulations in him there's darkness like he straight up just doesn't save um the villain in dinosaurs and spaceship which we love him for because that guy deserves everything he gets but yeah there's it's look what you made me do you know it really is you know it's um yeah it is you know so delving into big finish there's a really great series they have which is the the doctor chronicles which people should check out now it's amazing it's not matt it's jacob dudman but there's a bit where in the very first episode it's not a big spoiler the uh the villain is like 
you know, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do this. And like, I'm going to throw this at you. And then the doctor just goes, go on then. Nice. Throw everything you can at me. And, and then just see what happens. I love that. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. So it's so, which is, which is again, what I love about Smith is that you have, yeah, the whimsical and the funny and the man that flaps his hands around. And you also have that, oh, you know, this guy is an ancient elder. This is This guy's an ancient elder god. Like, back off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, also, big love to Jacob Dubman. Just side note, incredible, incredible 11th Doctor voice and also amazing actor as well. Um, shout out. Straight up. I love him so much. So, 12. What, what a doctor. I... He's especially Taylor Swift coded. He is a sad, swift, girly. He's more in he he is a folklore and ever more girly, but he's not those albums. He listens to those albums, but he's not those albums. I think twelve is very speak now. I feel that so strongly. I can't ex- quite express how strongly I feel mm-hmm. about that. I, I completely agree. Just even the title alone, Speak Now, the Twelfth Doctor will not just stand there and not say what he's thinking, will he? Like, he will very often get into trouble because he just speaks what's in his mind. Yeah. So, you know, even just like at a basic level, that's that. And yeah, he is the most swiftly coded Doctor. He is the Doctor that is in the TARDIS, playing the songs, belting as if he's in the car and crying his eyes out. Absolutely. I so when I was thinking about his songs, I actually found it really fun trying to find songs for twelve because I feel like he fits so many interesting moods, but all very much of the ilk of the sad girl vibes. So the first one I went with is the Archer. You know, do you see right through me? I see right through me. Like very like he's putting the shield up, but like for example, Clara can see right through it. You know, and um, yeah, that song I feel so deeply is twelve, and then back to December. You know, when Clara leaves, when Bill, you know, it what happens to Bill, all of that, and then Antihero. I feel like Antihero is the twelve song personally. You know, he he knows that he's not how he used to be, and that he's very different energy. Obviously, he softens up over time, but. I feel like anti-hero is extremely 12 coded. And then uh, the last one, uh, just as a, as a bonus is castles crumbling. That is a a pull. That is a, that is a pick right there. Yeah. I definitely hear all that. And I totally agree. Like in particular, anti-hero is, I mean, there's a reason that people joke about the fact that you could do a multi-doctor special with series eight, 12 series nine, 12 and series 10, 12, because of, the, the the sheer journey that he does that he, that he goes through is yeah. just it, it's one of my favorite it's one, it's one of my favorite in the entire show because you do see that character development like that first series is all about am i a good man and then what it evolves on after that and then you come to series 10 and he's unrecognizable really as the same grumpy sort of doctor that we saw back then and it's yeah because of all the tragedy that he goes through like he loses clara he loses river he you know at the ver- by the very end he's lost bill and nardole as well he's yeah. a doctor coded in tragedy and failure yes and it's it, there's so much emotion behind that as well so 
and this this is one of the ones I said to you as well. You know, when when we were talking about doing this, I said, you know, similarly that I said that no, ten is the one you write um, uh, songs about. Twelve is the Swifty. He is belting all ten minutes of All Too Well in that yes. TARDIS. Absolutely. He is belting and sobbing. And, you know, he probably does it right before that final speech. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, he like he gets it all out of him. Or even just after he loses River. Like, oh, don't. I know. I know. I know, Damla. I know. I know. He has that double whammy of losing Clara and then River. And like, people, people always be like, Oh, River and Eleven, or you know, some people are like, "Oh, Twelve and Clara." Like, no, 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 no. I will take Twelve and River over any other ship in Doctor Who. Yep, absolutely. Oh man, oh man, love it. Beautiful. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, don't get Elliot and I started on Husbands of River song. I mean, we'll just be crying for the next hour. Um, but moving on before we all, uh, you know, drown in a puddle of tears. 13, our girly 13. Now, I'm going to say before I get into this, uh, before we, you know, before people start acting me about it, I've given her a very similar ilk of songs, but there's a reason for that because she does give off this specific vibe, you know, like, so I've got, I've got five songs for 13. So I feel like she, oh, actually, sorry. No, the album first. I feel like she, 13th Doctor, I've said it before, I'll say it again. She is lover through and through. Okay. So lover coded. And the songs that I think fit her really, really well are You Need to Calm Down, Me, exclamation point. Because no one's gonna, you know, I promise that you never find another like me, he, he. Shake it off. Um, this one, okay, this this next one's a cop out, and I I can hear you all fussing and moaning. Um, but the man, because I'm so sick of running as fast as I can, wondering if I get there quicker if I was a man. Because let's face it, some people hate thirteen just because she's a woman. I said it, and that's the facts, and that's the truth. It's um, true. Yep, exactly. Uh, and then the last one uh, is more Thasmin vibes. Uh, the last song, uh, The Lakes. I can just see... When I think about 13, I think of flowers. I think of florals. And when I think of Thasmin, I also think of florals. And I can just see the lakes, you know. I want auroras and sad prose. I want to watch Wisteria grow. It's giving that, you know? It so is. It so is. It's 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 her in Demons of the Punjab where she's giving yep. a speech about love and she's got the flowers in her hair and it's like, oh my God, it's, yeah, it's that. It is so that. And I, I wasn't with you to start off with. I was like, lover, not so much for 13 personally, but you've convinced me. You've totally Oh, good. Convinced. What would you say is the album then for 13? I hate, I feel like it's the one I come to the most, but I, it's Reputation. Okay. Ooh. She comes in, she girl bosses. Yeah. Sim- it's as simple as that. Because she does. She comes in, even to the extent that I would say that, I would say to an extent that 13 is kind of like, kind of like mean to her companions, like in a way. And yeah, I love the Phasmin stuff, but then I also feel like even then she doesn't completely let Yaz in 
like but even by the time we get to power of the doctor there are things unspoken and things unsaid that she's not told her and i feel there's a genuine love that i do but i feel like there's so much she just can't say and like there's so much that she's like well i just need to do myself and i always come back to as well that flat team structure speech in in um uh haunting of the deodati where it's like everything just comes away she's like oh yeah i know we're a team and doing all this but then she finally hits uh you know with a team are saying something or the fam are giving her a decision that she doesn't like and she's like no this is oh it comes back to me now like you know i'm i have to make the decision i'm the top one in this it's it's me i need to sort the situation out so yeah that's for me but i also i hear lover i do and i completely respect it and i agree with it because she is also a doctor of love i love no honestly i think all of your points are really valid as well to be fair and i love the kind of comparisons you drew there um i think i think there's you know uh, when you first said reputation i was like hmm, i don't know but you've convinced me yeah. See, you see, it's fine because like you said, love that. I wasn't sure. Then you convinced me, and now I said reputation, and like it's like we can we can have we can have thirteen in between those two. It's fine. Yes, let's do that. But before we go, before we wrap it up today, um, we're going to end with uh, the fugitive doctor, Joe Martin. We didn't forget our girl. Come on, come on. Um, she she's giving for me in terms of album midnights. Because one, she, uh, the, the color, like the aura color the Fugitive Doctor gives me is dark blue. And Midnight's is very, you know, deep, dark blue. But then also just if you look at the track list, come on, it, it speaks for itself. Um, but in saying that, I think there's one song and one song only that represents her so perfectly. And that is Ready For It. Come on. Yes, absolutely. I I hear it. I see the vision. I completely agree. Midnight's is the fit. Like you know, yeah, it's that dark blue as well. Like there's a reason. There's a reason when Jodie's playing thirteen in that flashback in uh, Once Upon Time, she has yeah. that dark blue coat. Like I think you've nailed it right there. I'm not going to lie, Emma. I'm I am in awe. I really appreciate that, honestly. I do you know what it is. It's because my brain, this is the percentages of my brain, right? So, you know, 10% is cake. Uh, 40% of it is all the other stuff. And then, you know, then 25% is Doctor Who and 25% is Taylor Swift. That is my brain. Actually, I lie. I lie. Reserve a, um, a reserve. When I say all the other stuff, I mean my cat. So, yeah, that's my brain. Uh, and that's why I, I spend a lot of time thinking about stuff like this. <laughs> I love it. I like. I I love it. It's so. It's so. What I'm all about. And like, I'm looking at. I had to refresh my mind, so I'm very quickly looking at a track list. I'm like, vigilante shit. That is so fugitive doctor. <gasps> like, yes. there's a reason. Like, like fugitive the Jadoon. The whole point is they're going after her, and it's like she's still trying to do stuff and be the doctor. But yeah. like you know, before we know it, so it's like she's doing that stuff. She shouldn't be doing it. That is a vigilante right there. So, absolutely, boom. absolutely, and no, I, do you know what it is? It is vigilante shit. I mean, ready for it in vigilante shit. You know, uh, holding hands, the holding hands emoji. Absolutely, 
Um, Jack, man, wow. This has been a gag. This has been a journey. I've had so much fun. Oh my goodness me. I love talking about Taylor Swift. I love talking about Doctor Who and having the two marry together in this chaos. Um, it's always chaos here at CAP. Um, but, you know, just this beautiful mesh of nerdiness and girly pop energy is such a wonderful thing. If anybody wants another Taylor Swift episode, let us know. <laughs> um if you make any fan edits, tag us, tag the pod, let a bitch know, and I will share them on our Instagram stories, I'm sure. Um, also, I just want to see them, um, especially the enchanted one with Nine and Rose, but you know, whatever. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> see, it, it says where I'm at, but I want the all too well. I want the all too well with 12, please. Okay, yeah, no, that as well, guys. Come on, come on, c- c- pull through. Come on, you know you can do it. But um, anyway, Jack, it has been such a pleasure talking to you today. It's been so much fun, Damla. Like as someone that's listened to the pod for a while, it's it's lovely to come in and like just be chaotic <laughs> for a little bit. I've loved it. So thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it's been such a lovely, lovely time. And now it's that dreaded time for me to do the outro. Lord, save us. Uh, I will try and uh, replicate Elliot's beautiful, lovely tones and uh, just vibe, but I definitely won't be able to. So just want to say thank you to our lovely Patreons, our gorgeous, gorgeous Patreons. If you'd like to be a Patreon, link in the show notes, patreon.com forward slash come along podcast would really help us out. If you'd like to support us further, please go over there. But we currently have some wonderful Patreons by the names of Jason, Lucy and Dr. Pompadou. You are wonderful, wonderful human beings and we love you so, so much. Literally couldn't, you know, just couldn't imagine not having you here. Love you so much. Please then follow us on Instagram, Come Along Pond Podcast. That is our main source of info. If you want to know what's going on with the pod, want to see some funny memes, reels, stories, all of that good stuff, Instagram is where you need to be. And then we've also got TikTok, of course. That's where most of you found us anyway. It's where all of our TikToks and reels go. We use We have them both on Instagram and TikTok. It's wonderful. It's a very fun time. Go over there, show some support. Would love you for it. Can't remember if we have anything else. I'm awful at doing this. I'm so sorry. The outro is just the worst. I I can't speak, guys. I just can't speak. So, Jack, before we leave today, before we do anything else, before we go into giving air, where can the people find you? Everything will be linked in the show notes, by the way, for uh, you lovely listeners. But, Jack, where can the people find you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter. Uh, at an awful jack uh, or an, an underscore awful underscore jack um, an awful lot of running on twitter as well and available wherever podcasts are um, Doctor Who Community Show go do something with that yeah. on my Instagram, I'm everywhere really just yeah, YouTube at some point maybe, I don't know, could be well either way go and follow Jack on his socials keep up to date because uh, you are a wonderful person and everyone should go and listen to your podcast. Everyone should go and follow you. Um, 
and I'm sure we'll have you back at some point as well. Um, but today, yes, wow. No, I'm just so glad that this episode finally happened. I'm just so happy. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. I'm so happy that I got to be the one to, to do this with you, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's just a beautiful, beautiful moment of... Um, uh, of just you know something went wrong in the process of trying to make uh an episode but something really nice came out of it which was us talking about taylor swift and that's always a good thing um but anyway my love it's been lovely talking to you today it's been such a joy and we both jack and i give you air from our lungs (sighs) bye guys i felt really weird to do that (laughs) (laughs) bye 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 now bye 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 Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.